0: Hello and welcome to You Bet Your Life from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. <laughs>
1: Ladies and gentlemen, the secret word tonight is table. T-A-B-L-E. Really? You bet your life. The more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers of America present Groucho Marx in You Bet Your Life, the comedy quiz series produced and transcribed from Hollywood. And here he is, the one, the only. Groucho! That's me, Groucho Marx!
2: Well, here I am again with $2,500 for one of our couples. Fanneman, who's place to
1: try for it? We invited some Swiss war brides to the program tonight, and just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected Mr. and Mrs. Warren Oaks. And here they come now. Folks, come over here and meet Groucho March.
2: Welcome, children, for the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers, and if you say the secret word while we're talking, you'll win $100 in cash. It's a common word, something you'll find around the house. Claire and, uh, and Warren Oaks, is that right? That's right. Oh. You're a Swiss war
3: bride?
2: I am. a very pretty one, eh? You're the groom, I presume. Mm, that's right. You're not quite as pretty, huh? <laughs> but you're, you're a fine, manly-looking fellow. Oh, right? thank you. Where are you from, uh, Warren? I'm from the uh, Mile High City of Denver. Where? Denver, Colorado.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: What did you say before it was? The Mile High City. How do you know? Did you measure it? Well, I, I was told. Oh, believe everything that you're told. Huh? <laughs> what, uh, what sort of work do you do, uh, Warren? Well, I'm in the advertising business for Acme Beer. Oh, is that so? i oh. display department. I don't remember a a Swiss war. When was that, uh, Claire? You say you are a Swiss war bride.
0: Switzerland hasn't had a war since 200 years.
2: Is that so? Well, for a Swiss war bride, I must say you hold your age very well. (laughs) You don't look a day over 190. (laughs) Where are you all from? No, no,
3: that's
2: fine. That silly girl from Switzerland. Where, Where are you from?
0: From the welshire district The what uh? The welshire district Welshire
2: district Oh, it right. sounds like it's in Wales huh?
0: It's a part of Los Angeles
3: Oh
2: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Wilshire you mean eh? <laughs> Well, that's practically in Switzerland eh? That's a very cute suburban accent you have Is that uh, pure native Californian, uh, Claire? No must be a Swiss accent. Am I, am I getting warmer? No. Don't be so emphatic. <laughs> uh, stumble a little, huh? So I'll have company. What do you mean it isn't a Swiss accent? Why isn't it?
0: I couldn't have a Swiss accent as we don't have any That's Swiss language.
2: There is no Swiss language? No. Well, how do you, how do you talk to each other? You just stand on a mountaintop and yodel across
0: the valley. <laughs> <bathroom? laughs> we have four languages. French, German, Italian, and Romance.
2: What was the last one? Romance. Romance? That's right. <laughs> uh, which one do you speak, Claire?
0: I speak French.
2: Good. Well, how would you ask me for a kiss in French?
0: I wouldn't ask you for a kiss. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh,
1: why not? Why <laughs> not?
2: I'll throw on a charm here. <laughs> You'll never suspect what I'm doing. Why not?
0: I don't think my husband would like it.
2: I'm not interested in kissing your husband.
0: <laughs>
2: How would you ask him for a kiss in French?
0: Don't moi, I'm busy.
2: He may be busy, but ask him anyway.
0: <laughs> Maybe you better
2: leave your name at the front office. huh? Well, uh, could you tell us something about Switzerland? What is it noted for?
0: It's scenery, watches, and cheese.
2: Watches and cheese, eh? I suppose you watch the cheese through those little holes, eh?
3: <laughs> you know, I, I've
2: often wondered, Claire, why, why do they have those holes in cheese? Is that to get on the other side? No, that's another joke. <laughs>
3: huh? Why do they
2: have those holes in cheese? Why not? I say everything twice, so the first time, just ignore it, huh? And if you're smart, you'll ignore it the second time, too. Now, why do they have those holes in keys? That's the third time. I'm pretty sick of it myself now. Why
0: not again?
2: Why not again? Well, that's as good an answer as any. Why not? Why not have holes in everything? Why not have holes in donuts?
0: They have holes
2: They have holes in... Really, you, that, that's me. Too little and too late, huh?
3: <laughs> I know they had
2: holes in socks, but that's a, just a personal... Uh, and when you, when you think of Switzerland, uh, Warren, uh, what comes to mind first of all? Well, I think that above all is the beautiful scenery. Mm-hmm.
1: What uh, else do you think of when you think uh, of Switzerland? Sec- yeah. well, I think, secondly, I think of the wonderful cleanliness of the country.
2: Is that all that Switzerland means to you, Warren? Wasn't there something else in Switzerland that you'll never forget?
1: Well, there, were, uh, there is something there. It's that, the beautiful cows. What <laughs> <laughs> right? was that? Beautiful cows Beautiful cows, huh?
2: (laughs) They have big bells around their necks They have bells around their necks I'm afraid you're not very romantic I I was thinking of Claire But if you'd rather think of cows, I'll think of Claire (laughs) Now, Claire, in America, when a girl wants to find herself a beau, She just goes to the nearest drive-in How do you, how do you, how do the girls get a man in Switzerland?
0: In Switzerland, we have clubs
2: Well, that sounds effective
3: (laughs) Just pick
2: out the sucker you want and swat him with a club, huh? Eh?
0: No, I don't... What do you mean? What
2: kind of clubs?
0: I don't mean that. We have social clubs for well, sports. For sports? That's right.
3: Well, you're saying the same
2: thing over again in different words. Aren't you? Now, just one more thing, uh, Claire. All Swiss are traditionally good yodelers. Can, can you yodel?
0: No, I can't.
2: You can't? Would, can you sing any kind of Swiss songs? That, uh...
0: Oh, I could sing your... Swiss, and uh, nursery rhyme.
2: I'd I like that, yeah, I'd like that.
0: Ainsi font, 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 les petites marionnettes. Ainsi font, 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 trois petits tours et puis That's
2: very sweet, isn't it? <laughs> and now if you put a diaper on me, I'll go to bed. Right? <laughs>
3: That was really very
2: pretty, Claire, and uh, that song sounded almost as sweet as you look. Now, in just one minute, you're going to play your bet your life for a chance of $2,500.
3: <laughs>
2: now, right now, I want you to pay close attention to Frenneman.
1: We all get a real feeling of pride in the car that we've bought for our family's use and enjoyment. And believe me... The DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America are just as proud of the two fine cars that they make available to the public. DeSoto is a stunning car to look at, a most comfortable car to drive. It's a car that's been engineered to bring the American motorists the best of everything. For example, take DeSoto's brakes. No car in the country has bigger. This means they stop you quickly at high speed. And they stop you with little effort because they respond to the slightest of pressure on the pedal. DeSoto also has a special new parking brake, completely independent of the wheel brakes, another safety feature found in very few other cars. And remember, all dealers who sell DeSoto also sell Plymouth. So look for those two great names linked together. DeSoto, Plymouth.
2: Now let's see if you two will get a chance at the two thousand five hundred dollars. Panaman, explain
1: the rules. Each of our three couples has twenty dollars. They each bet as much of that twenty as they want on each of four questions, and the couple that earns the most money gets a chance at the two thousand five hundred dollar DeSoto Plymouth question at the end of the show. You see, our other two couples are in a waiting room off stage, so they don't know what's happening out here.
2: All right. Now here we go. Let's see how high I can build you twenty dollars. You selected foreign monetary units as your category. Here's your first question. How much of the twenty will you risk? Ten. Ten. All right, what is the monetary unit of Mexico? Pesos. Peso is right. And they're up to a good start, Joshua. They have $30. You're up to a flying start. Remember, you're going for $2,500. How much of the $30 will you bet? 25 20 25, 20 20 okay. <laughs> I know who's the boss in that outfit, <laughs> What is the monetary unit of Italy? The lira! The lira! Because you're really climbing now, you have fifty dollars. Yes, they have fifty dollars. That's King Lear. Now here's your third question. How much will you bet? Forty. Now, what is the monetary unit of Russia? The ruble. The ruble is right.
1: (laughs) Well, they're really on their way now. They have ninety
2: dollars. All right, you got ninety dollars, and here's your last chance to beat the other couples. How much of the ninety are you gonna go for? Pretty dramatic, Well, Well, shall we go for eighty? Mm-hmm. Or ninety. Ninety dollars. The, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Oh. What is the monetary unit of England? The shilling. Or the pound.
3: pound.
2: Which is it now? Pound. pound. The pound
1: is a. <clears throat> and they wind up with a grand total of one hundred and eighty Thank dollars. Thank
2: Thanks and good luck from the Desoto
1: Plymouth dealers. Groucho, the uh, secret word is... Just t- call me Mr. Marks, if you don't mind. <laughs> Mr. Marks, the secret word no, call is... Call me Groucho. <laughs> Mr. Groucho, the... the <laughs> I'll call me Mr. Marks. <laughs> the secret word... Call me word. Charlie, I'm sick of both of
3: them.
1: Harpo, the secret word is... T- <laughs> now I can't talk. Hey, <laughs>
3: oh, what's the matter, you're not know, calling me Chico. <laughs> it's table. Did you know was a tailor. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of
2: nonsense is this, huh? Well, I
1: was trying to take me a business partner. All right, I'm I not will. He's getting it's...
2: paid for being a <laughs> it's right
1: down here. Uh, we invited some home economics teachers to the program tonight, and just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected Miss Rosabel Murchison. Her partner is a typical husband from the audience, Mister Robert Farman. Folks, come on over here and meet Groucho Marx. Welcome to Your Bet Your Life.
2: And if you say that the Desoto Plymouth secret word, you'll divide hundred dollars in cash. It's a common word, something you'll find around the house. Mrs. Rosabel Murchison, is that right?
0: That's correct.
2: You're you're married, Rosabel, then?
0: Eh? Yes, I am.
2: Unfortunate. What does your husband do for a living?
0: He's an attorney.
2: Even more unfortunate. Huh? <laughs> a home economics teacher and a typical husband, eh? Robert Farnham. That's me. You're the you're the typical husband, eh, Robert? Yes.
3: <laughs> I guess so.
2: You guess so, eh? Typical husband, all right. No mind of his own. <laughs> Where are you from, Bob? New York City. New York City, huh? How long have you been married, uh, Bob?
1: Seventeen years. Seventeen years,
2: huh? How'd you meet your wife, or vice versa?
1: Well, uh, I was a policeman out in Coney Island, and I jumped over the boardwalk and went out into the water in full uniform and saved this boy. I brought him out of the water and came back to the beach, and the next thing I knew, I was knocked down. And there was this girl was slapping kisses at me. And What do you mean,
2: slapping your kisses? I don't understand. Just
1: telling me how grateful she was and oh, for saving her brother oh. and uh, what she couldn't do enough for me. And here I was in a wet uniform. And she knocked me down in the sand, and the sand was in my pockets, near my shoes, and clung to me. And then they invited me home and they start feeding me goulash and pressing my pants and washing my shoes. And... Did
2: you have the pants on when they pressed them? Or... <laughs> no, I had them off. I was standing behind the curtain and they fixed me up okay. And did, uh, how did the uniform turn out? Pretty good?
1: No, it didn't turn out pretty good. I what did you wrong. do? You
2: quit the force after that? Oh, no.
1: I'm still in the police department. You're
2: still in the police department? Out here locally? You no. Know, still on no.
1: Island? Huh? I'm out here on a vacation. Oh. 30 days vacation.
2: I see. Once you get 30 days, as a rule, it's not a vacation. <laughs>
3: well,
2: now, do you go down the boardwalk here and jump over occasionally, or do you wait till you get back to Coney Island? Uh, I'll wait till I go back to Coney Island. You came out alone?
1: No, with my wife.
2: Why, why, oh, you're here. You didn't come on a pleasure trip. Now, your husband is a... <laughs> and uh, your husband is a lucky man. He's married to a cooking teacher. Is that right, Yes.
0: That's right.
2: Does he crab about your cooking, or does he eat everything with relish?
0: He eats everything I cook with relish.
2: Well, if you ask to eat everything with relish, your cooking can't be very good.
3: Huh? <laughs> now,
2: how do you go about teaching your pupils to cook, uh, Rosabelle? What's the first thing you do?
0: Well, the first thing that we do in the laboratory is acquaint them with all the utensils, such as the casserole, the double boiler, the frying pan, the spatula.
2: You forgot the most important thing. What about the can opener? all right now i'm familiar with everything in the kitchen except the cook as a matter of fact i'm pretty familiar with her too but uh, besides cooking what do you teach your students or is that enough
0: oh how to use the salad fork and the cocktail fork for instance which one is which and so forth
2: bob what is the difference between a cocktail fork and a The other kind, huh? Well,
3: uh...
1: Salad uh, fork, huh? Salad fork, you eat your salad with.
2: Oh, that's that's logical. (laughs) And you drink your cocktails with a cocktail fork, (laughs) huh? Besides that, the three cocktails, who
3: cares?
2: (laughs) Bob, suppose you went to a big formal dinner. How, How... How could he be sure he's using the uh, right fork, Roosevelt? How could Bob be sure?
0: Well, he should watch the hostess and use the same one she does.
3: <laughs>
0: well, I have
2: nothing against the hostess, but if I must use the same fork, I'd want it washed first. Eh? <laughs> I, don't, I don't want the hostess washed, I just want the fork washed. I don't know whether they heard that. I don't want the hostess washed, I just want the fork. washed. I guess they heard it. huh? Eh? <laughs> Well, Bob, you're going to be a social flop. Now, let's see how you two will make out in the battle for the $2,500. You've got to work together as a team and run your $20 and more than our other couple. Can't tell you how much our first couple won, but Fenneman's going to remind our listeners.
1: The Swiss war bride and her husband won
2: $180. Here we go. Let's see, uh, let's see how high you can build your 20 bucks. You selected food and drink. How much are you going to bet at the $20? $10. Dollars? That's
3: the
1: whole thing. <laughs>
3: let's make it 10
1: Okay.
2: Here's your first question. You're going to bet $10. Uh, what is the main ingredient of Welsh Red?
0: Cheese, and it may either be milk or beer.
2: You don't have to go any further. Cheese is fine, huh?
1: <laughs> and you're off to a great start. You
2: have $30 now. So remember, you're going for $2,500. How much of the $30 will you bet? 20 Twenty. $20. What kind 20. of liquor is used in crepe Suzette?
1: Brandy. Brandy Brandy is right. Now, ah, you folks have $50. Here's your
2: third question. How much of the 50 are you going to try? $40. $40. $40. All right. What fruit is used in a Waldorf salad?
0: Apples.
2: Apples is right.
1: That's
2: why now they have $90.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You got $90, huh? You're going 80? to bet $80. Huh? You're really giddy, aren't you? Here's your last chance to beat the other couples. Now, uh, what is the main ingredient of catsup?
4: Tomatoes.
2: Tomatoes.
3: Tomatoes is right.
1: To run over the grand total of
2: $170. Thanks and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. Thank you and goodbye, Bob, and take good care of your uniform.
1: Well, Groucho, I guess we still know that the secret word is table. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Just before we went on the air, we went searching through our audience tonight for people with unusual occupations, and here come the two who were chosen to be on the program. Miss Margie Dean and the Sideburn Kid, come on over here, folks, to meet Groucho Marx. Welcome for the
2: DeSoto Plymouth dealers, and if you say the secret word, you'll spend hundred dollars in cash. It's a common word, something you'll find around the house. Miss uh, Margie Dean, eh? that's your name, and uh, the sideburn. Boy, I hadn't seen you before. Eh? How long have you been out here, Sideburn Kid? Huh? Eh?
4: Yeah.
2: All right, Sideburn, come out from one of those bushes. I, I
4: see you. What's your real name? The Sideburn Kid. I mean your real name. Well, everyone calls me the Sadburn Kid. You're lucky. You
2: should hear what everybody calls me. (laughs) I'm not through with you, Gabby. I can still see you through a haze there, but I'll be back to you in a minute. Margie Dean, huh? Where are you from, Marge?
5: I was born in Boise, Idaho, but I've been in California since I was five.
2: Since you were five? Mm Do you remember Boise at all?
5: No, I don't. Do you have
2: any little Boise or girls? No, sir, I
5: don't have. Uh, Are you married? No. <laughs>
3: I'm
2: relieved by that answer. Now, Margie, Feniman says you have an unusual occupation. Uh, just what is it?
5: I teach um, parrots to talk.
2: You teach parrots to talk? Yes. Is that, could you teach the sideburn kid uh, how to say his name?
5: <laughs> Certainly could.
2: That's a peculiar occupation. How did you ever get into that kind of a job?
5: Well, I had the, the bird given to me as a Some, gift.
2: Somebody gave you the bird? Uh-huh. And what, what is his name? Fibber. Is Feber a boy parrot or a girl parrot? I don't know. Does Fibber talk?
5: Very much so.
2: Mm-hmm. Why don't you ask Fibber what is? Uh, on the other hand, it's probably not important. <laughs> <laughs> not important except to another parrot. <laughs> Mr., uh, what did you say your name was?
4: The Sideburn Kid.
3: <laughs> You're the same fellow who
2: was here a minute ago, right? <laughs> I
3: hope
2: so. What does your wife call you?
4: Well, she calls me just about what every wife calls her husband, and a lot of nice names when she wants a lot of nice things, you know. Like what? Honey, sweetheart, darling, and, uh, well, it just continues on, you know. I guess.
3: Oh, to so.
2: <laughs> be in England now that June is here.
3: <laughs>
2: I don't know what I do over there. with I mean, a pound at a dollar ninety. Now, uh, what does the draft board call
4: you? They don't. I got six kids.
3: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're more
4: valuable to the army
2: by being a civilian. <laughs> Well, I'll, I'll, uh, kid, I'll just call you kid, huh? That's all right. From your, from your cowboy hat and cowboy pants and cowboy boots, I, I imagine you're a streetcar motorman. Is that right?
4: <laughs>
2: no. no ser- seriously, what is, what is your profession?
4: No, I twirl the ropes and I'm a bullwhipper. A bull Isn't yeah.
2: that against the law? Whipping
4: bulls? No, no. No, I don't whip bulls. I, I, uh, I take my rope and use it to cut objects from people's hands, use it I... to do tricks and
2: yeah. use my rope to do tricks I see. Could you teach me uh...
4: Yeah, I can teach you How? Oh. Well, you take the end of the rope in your right hand Never mind, I was at the end of a rope
2: once And <laughs> I'll be hanged if I'm going to go through that <laughs> Margie, let's talk about your parrots uh, What kind do you train?
5: Mexican yellowheads
2: Mexican yellowheads? Why, why that particular breed?
5: Well, they're very colorful And they're very intelligent And they're very lovable and affectionate
2: well, in what, what way are they intelligent? I mean, well, what they, for example, uh, what do they do?
5: for instance, in the evening, uh, they'll be in the room just chattering away uh-huh. and carrying on wonderful conversations, mm-hmm. and uh, I'll go over and turn on the television, and believe me, they just are quiet immediately, and they don't utter a sound until the television set is turned off.
2: The parrots they're watch the television? the television. And you say they're intelligent? <laughs> <laughs> Now, uh, uh, Sideburn, what did you say your real name was?
4: The Sideburn Kid. (laughs) I'll just call
2: you old Ironsides,
4: huh?
2: (laughs) Why are you called the Sideburn Kid?
4: Well, I'm called the Sideburn Kid because I grow the sideburns. I didn't think
2: it was because you wore shin plasters, huh? (laughs) Why did you grow the sideburns?
4: It makes me look older because when I was young, I looked too young, and everybody called me a kid. So by having these whiskers, why, I passed for an age that I wanted to be a man Then.
2: I see well wouldn't it have been simpler to grow a mustache?
4: (laughs) well everybody wears those that's kind of common I thought
3: (laughs) (laughs) in other words you
2: wanted to attract attention is that it? of course you could attract attention just by drilling a hole in your head and planting petunias (laughs) well
3: I never thought of that. Well, you're a
2: couple of good sports, and if I ever need a parrot with sideburns, I'll call on both (laughs) of (laughs) them. Now, you're going to play your bet your life. You beat our other two couples, and you get a chance at the $2,500 DeSoto Plymouth question. I can't tell you how much our other couples won, but Fenneman's offstage to remind our listeners.
1: The Swiss war bride and her husband are still ahead with $180.
2: Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. You selected the young of animals and birds. Is that right? Right. You have $20. Here's your first question. How much will you bet?
3: Well, let's
4: see. No, we won't bet at all. You didn't
5: have anything (laughs) when I
4: came in here. (laughs) Let's go 50-50. Let's bet $10.
5: Okay, Piker.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Here's your first question. $10. What is a young lion called? A lioness. One answer between you now. Decide on one answer between you. Talk it over with him, eh? right. Okay, now. A no. cop is right, huh? Eh?
3: Well, on the way, we have
2: $30. We're finishing last place in the National League. Now, remember, you're going for $2,500 tonight. How much is the 30 you going to go for? 25 $25. What is a young goose called? a young. It's a, young... Not a
4: girl, no. A young goose. not a ducklin, no. Come on, kids. Young Goose, what is it called? Time
2: is a waste, huh? What is young it? Young
4: Goose.
2: Duckling? Oh, Duckling. I don't know. Can't get goose. it. Goose. I'm, I'm sorry. It's, it's a, a Gosling. I think you almost... They have $5 now though. Oh, oh, oh. That's a shame. I'm oh. terribly oh, sorry, but... Uh, $5, huh? That's life. It's also $5. Here's your third question. What is a young horse called? A colt. A colt <laughs> is right. Eh? A <laughs> Well, you're climbing again. Oh, you, you have climbed. you've got $10 now. And <laughs> okay, here's not. your last chance to be the other couples. How much of the 10 would you go for?
3: What
2: have we got to lose? This, at this is well at all. <laughs> all right. All of it? All what right. is a young cow called? A calf. A calf
3: is right.
1: And they wind up with $20. Oh, yeah. And that means that the Swiss war bride and her husband with $180 get the chance at the DeSoto Plymouth $2,500 question. Nobody wants fast service for his car unless he's also assured that the best work will be done. Speed isn't that important. But at a DeSoto Plymouth dealers, wherever you live, wherever you drive, you can count on fast service as well as expert service. And here's the reason. In the first place, the mechanics who do the work at a DeSoto Plymouth dealers are trained in the latest factory service techniques. They know the best ways of servicing a car from bumper to bumper. And these expert mechanics get regular monthly training in factory methods, which keeps their skills up to date. Then there's the equipment the service crew in a DeSoto Plymouth shop has to work with. It's the very finest, the most modern that money can buy. So naturally, skilled men working on a job with the best equipment available service your car better and get it back to you sooner. That's what fast service means, wherever you see the sign of a DeSoto Plymouth dealer. And here comes the Swiss war bride and her husband, all set for the $2,500 DeSoto Plymouth <laughs> question. Good luck to you. you.
2: Here we go. All right. We go for $2,500. I'll give you 15 seconds to decide on a single answer between you, so think carefully, and please no help in the audience. Here it is. In the 1800s, millions of cattle were driven to market over a famous trail that went from Texas to Abilene, Kansas. What is the name of this historic trail known in song and story? is the answer you two have decided upon? The Santa Fe Trail? No, no, I, I'm sorry. It's the Chisholm Trail. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's the correct answer. So that means the big question next week will be worth $3,000. Well, you lost the big money, but you won how much? $180, $180 in the quiz. $180 in the quiz. Congratulations, and thanks to both of you and to all of our other contestants. Good night. Thank you
1: Folks, here's a reminder from the National Safety Council. Keep your wits and windshield clear. You bet your life. Transcribed from Hollywood is produced by John Goodell. Directed by Robert Dwan and Bernie Smith. Music by Jerry Fielding. This is George Fenneman signing off for the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers from coast to coast. <laughs>
4: Okay.